All right, and here we are again for episode two of the Seemingly Unknown podcast, SUP for short, if you will. How are you? Welcome back. Um, the truth is, we we tried to record an episode yesterday, and we, we, did, we did everything but record it, and that's my fault. Perfect. <laughs> that's right, my let's, fault. But let's just, we're, I'm surprised we made it even to the second episode. If people have even listened to the first one, I'm I'm shocked that we made it into the separate second episode. <laughs> we no one's listened to the first one yet. Technically, while we're recording this, no one still heard it. So, could be a big waste of time. It's the. I don't weekend. think anyone actually will hear the first episode. It's too <laughs> maybe not. It's, today it's too Valentine's Day. It's uh today the day we're recording this is Valentine's. Day. It's snowing outside here. John, what did you do last night? Yes, what did you do? Uh, after we did a mock trial recording of episode two, I kind of went off the rails a little bit. I would say that. You could say that. I drank. I drank some wine. Sang some songs. Some. I sang. I sang some. I sang some Smith and Myers amongst amongst every other song you sang. <laughs> Anything and everything. Yeah, it was just fun. To, I, I last time I did that was actually was back in um, last March, the onset of COVID, and I stayed. I got to the point where I was like, the longest I did it was nine and a half straight hours. It was like you did it like all through the summer, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just get antagonized. Like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. And then <laughs> you can never do that with one drink. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm gonna, really, yeah, really twisting your arm on that one. Well, yeah, it started so, out, I remember the first time he did it. It started out with one hour, and then like the next weekend, it was only <laughs> on the weekends too. He would go two hours. It was like he was working a real job. It was like go two hours on the weekend, then the next yeah. week, and then like it started becoming this thing. And then he's like wearing like furs and oh, like, dressing up. Oh, just completely insane. So, which that's the thing. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I I'm okay with your office being the background for this. I like the other room better for the the John live streams. There's more um, more to look at in there. Yeah. yeah also, those. my liver died too. So <laughs> that that's Rest why in I peace. stopped. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. to John's liver. <laughs> By the way, so I got on there last night, and there's a photo, a screenshot that one of our mutual friends grabbed of you going like this, like screaming, and then Avery screaming together, and they're both making the same exact face. Your kids look just like little baby He-Mans, like Prince Adam. Oh, it's, just yeah. Their hair, just, yeah. their hair is like yeah. like yep. ten doll hair. It's, they don't have best. bangs, but yeah. <laughs> Was this before or after you said you were going to shoot his kid? Uh, laser tag. Laser, laser tag. tag. I'm sorry. Let's preface this. Laser tag. Yeah. <laughs> let's not get John in any trouble here. Um, yeah, it was laser tag. So anyway, um, I, I was I was proud of you for going as hard as you did last night. I thought that was I thought that was kind of amazing that you that you did that. Also, my anytime I move my mic in front of my face, my camera gets blurry and then it comes back. It's very very strange. But so last night, if you if you don't follow John at, at, at um Insta on Instagram here, we'll put that Jr. I'll put it right in there. John Silverspear. Um, it's great on the weekends when he does it. The problem is, is like he'll do it and then like I'll jump in and then fans will start asking me weird stuff and it's like I I, I want to then I jump in with him and what I forget is people um, when I jump into the live on Instagram, my people come in. And I'm like, oh no, they're watching oh, yeah. this person. <laughs> this <laughs> creature literally only job is to protect us. <laughs> Just be maniac out of his mind. There were some yeah. family members who probably you're not gonna be on their Christmas card list moving forward <laughs> after last night. Probably, which is pretty great. Anyway, Zach, so- what did you you text me last? You told me you had to tell me an insane story. What happened yesterday okay. when you went out to lunch? Okay, so yesterday when I went out to lunch. Um, with my family, I have my family in the car, which 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 curbs my road rage 
as much as it can possibly same, be curbed. Same, so, me too, man. Yeah, you're when you have your kid in the car, it yeah, you gotta chill on the road, right? So go out. This is your Tennessee family, though. That was this, is the, this is the Tennessee family. Okay, okay, okay. Got got but you're one and the same. One is just wears more clothes than the other. They're the same. <laughs> okay. So we go out, and um, I'm at the light. And I'm I'm leaning back. It's the lights red. I'm leaning back to tell Avery something. I think he like was yelling at his mom or something. I was like, "Hey, don't do that." Light turns green. You, you get the honk immediately. And I'm like, first off, can we get rid of the honk immediately? Like, give it a give it a couple got different seconds. cars. Everybody's got different cars. You know, whatever. So get the honk. Keep going. The person kind of gets alongside me like they're gonna pass me, and then don't. It's a two lane like resident two lane on this side, median two lanes like a residential road. <laughs> So keep going, get behind the next stoplight. They're behind me again. I'm like, they could have just gotten beside me if they were worried about me not going. So I do the thing we always do. I'm checking my phone while we're at the light. Um, light turns green. I wasn't paying attention like a, like a douche. And I get the immediate honk again. I might get annoyed by the immediate honk at this point. So yeah. start driving. They do, the lady does end up getting next to me in her very Germantown Range Rover that she's in and her dog, her little dumb little dog. First off, if, if you, if any dog can be on your lap and you can still see it's a dumb dog is dumb that's, dog. That's my opinion. And you're dumb for having the dog on your lap, but has the dog on her lap driving. So my, what I was texting you about was, can we please chat about the dog on the lap thing? Because I think that is I think that is like you. That is the same as a DWI, same as a DUI. Yeah. Like you cannot drive with a dog on your lap. People come down so much on people texting and driving, which you shouldn't do. I don't do it, especially with my kids in the car. Um, yep. The dog on the lap is such bullshit. That is like what? How are you? You got this little thing in your face, breathing this little dumbass yeah. little breath all in your head. It equals out to texting and driving. Expect like you don't know what that dog's gonna do. Um, I think John even asked, like, was it the dog that was honking at you? No, it, yeah. wasn't, the, it wasn't the dog. Now, the you dog also, what's your take on therapy dog versus service dog? Like, you don't know, maybe this dog was texting for the owner. First off, therapy dog and or service dog should not be on your lap while you're driving. Now, to touch on what you're talking about, I think service dogs should be allowed anywhere in any building ever, unless it's like, you know, like I understand like maybe it's like a hospital, like surgery room or something, you know what I mean? Something where that has to be very clean and very sustained. Yep. Um, but the, to me, the, the, the um, service dog should be allowed anywhere. They provide a service, whether you're blind, whether you have, you were, you were in the military of some sort, have PTSD, whether you have PTSD from uh, trauma from anything, that's a, that's a, a, a welcomed thing and I think it should be that's across the board right yeah therapy dogs I I believe that that shit that should be a case-by-case basis As, uh, do you guys understand what I'm saying about that no that absolutely yes it's yeah. it is it's it's got to be a case-by-case case. if we're like oh I'm sad my mom moved away to Orlando I need this therapy dog on the plane I hate you I hate you're you. assuming it's yeah, a dog you're, or you're the worst People have therapy dog or horses, peacocks, snakes. Like yeah, dude, you, people just, remember trying to be somebody tried to bring a peacock on a plane one time. Stop. On it, that's a true story. Yeah, true story. Yeah, true story. A turkey. Holy remember the fuck. turkey? Yep. The turkey lady. What flights not, are you guys taking? 
We fly Southwest. Southwest. Where are you going? We Where fly are you Southwest, going? bro. We keep it. We yeah. Spirit Airlines. I mean, hey, two, two bags free. I fully support it. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Uh, I think a therapy dog should be a case by case basis. But like this, there's like so many bullshit therapy animals out there that are like, they, of course, for no reason. If you listen, a service dog again provides a service. If you need a therapy dog and and you need it for a certain reason, that's fine. I I just personally think the therapy thing is like, I, listen, it like everything else, it gets abused, right? Yeah. Do you agree with it? Like, I think Absolutely. I think it one hundred percent gets abused. Like I, to me, you can people can go, oh well, you know, you know, my boyfriend broke up with me. I need this therapy dog. Like, okay, well, you know what? Stop being a little bitch. That's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would say to. The the next question arises like, I put that hand in hand with texting and eating in your car, right? One hundred percent dying. You're dying. Are, you're you're dead now because you're that. There bad. are people. There are people that try to eat a Big Mac or Whopper with one hand with a D on the wheel, smoking it's a cigarette. Those people. Oh, Dude, I, I am so impressed by that. It's impressive. <laughs> I don't. I can't eat and drive. It's not. It's like not in my wheelhouse. I can't do it. Um. <laughs> I have a car that will drive for me and I still won't eat and drive, but it's, you know, I've seen this, this person before, you know, phone literally shoving their face monster like, work like a monster, dude, just a gargoyle, a gargoyle <laughs> doesn't deserve these is these are license taken away. Just such a creature. And those, <laughs> those people are the worst. And to me, I feel like the karma for those people never comes. It never comes. Unfortunately not. You never, you never see that mongoloid driving, eating a burrito from Taco Bell on the phone, laptop, dog, you know, pets, whatever the hell is going on in the car. <laughs> At the same time, you know, like the cops never see those people, but you can be changing your turny wheel iPod and they're like, burp, burp, burp. I'm like ticket. come on, dude. Immediately. Yeah. Were, were you just going to reference Pet Cemetery? No, I wasn't going to reference pets. Okay, I like your Halloween I, shirt. Though. Because that is the most frightening. If we're talking about pets that come back from the dead through a seance, I mean, Why that's... Why would we be talking about that? No, no, I just, well, I, mean, I, I was assuming you want that person who's driving like a lunatic goddamn psychopath to crash... So if they yeah. do crash, wow. that animal's going to die too. So <laughs> no, that's not what I said. <laughs> I love oh, the segue going from over. that to that. I just, I just want you. them to get pulled over. I think, I think Got you. Uh, to me, like driving karma, I never, maybe, maybe it's just me. Like, or I'm sure there's other people too that feel the same way as I do. But I feel like, like I never get to see driving karma. Like, you know, no. the guy like on like a, in a 40, in a, like a 40 mile an hour, like residential zone blares by you going 90 <laughs> and you're like, why was the, the cop? There's a cop always right there. Just, just to right get there. up at the next red light. Yeah. And he, the cops always right there and he's just never there anytime. Right. It's like, I, I, I never like to me, I wish I got to experience karma like that. It happened to me one time I was in, do you remember Healy's? You know what Healy's are? Oh yes. You don't know. Now real quick, real quick, real quick. Did Healy's and soaps come out at the same time? Or soaps? I don't know what that is. Soaps were the shoes that had like for the rollerblade kids that had like the concave on the bottom where you could like jump up and hit a rail. But oh, they, they didn't great. have wheels on them. You could oh. just walk and hit a rail. You just walk and walk and walk up and hit What's a rail. What's that called like, when people like just run up walls and shit? Parkour. Start to the par- parkour. Par- yeah. Parkour. Okay. So right, no, Healy's. No, go ahead. I don't remember that. So anyway, Healy's. I'm still shocked at John's face. We said Healy's and he's like, oh. 
I, I don't. Well, Heelys have shoes. They look like Vans or Etnies or like uh, DC yep. shoes. They look like skateboard shoes, kind of real padded shoes. But they had like a one like wide skateboard wheel in the kind of in, in the, the back. middle towards the back of the shoe, and you could yeah. just run and then haul off and like lean back. Which, by the way, skateboarding my whole life, rollerblading my whole life, I would bust my ass on those things. Josh and Batflower has them, right? Josh from Badflower has them, and I think oh I might have busted him out. I think he may have like a signature Healy coming out. That'd be badass. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but whatever. I just did. So. Well, breaking news, the Seedly Unknown podcast has a new line of pogs coming out. Pogs? Like, like yeah, we're, we're going to do pogs. That's going to be in the merch. That's going to be a part of that. Yeah, for sure. We got to do pogs. So get anyway. your slammers, bitches. <laughs> One of the slammers is going to be a lady just on the phone eating in their car with, with a, a, with a whopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Okay, so anyway, okay, my, back to my karma story. The one time I got to see it. I was in a mall. I don't know if we were on tour or not, but it was around Christmas time. And there was a kid, probably 12, 13, just complete, just a complete creature of a kid. Already a dickhead age. Already. A, you're already at the most dickhead age that you can be, right? People don't like you. People, yeah, especially your parents. <laughs> yes. So he's just like weaving. This is, again, this is like, <clears throat> say whatever, December 10th. He's like weaving through traffic in these things. Like almost bumps like this old lady. And I'm like, dude, listen, God, I'm saying a little prayer to myself right now. Please strike him down. God, if you love me, it, I never get to see the car karma. I, I never get to see the automobile <laughs> karma where someone either like hits a curb or gets pulled over for going 80 in a, in a 30. If you love me at all, and in but before I could even finish talking to my dear Lord and Savior, he said, I love you very much. And this kid, I don't know what he hit, but he hit something. And he went, I mean, just ass over tea kettle into a, one of those big fake tree oh. planters. Just mouth and chin first. I, I, I dropped to my knees and I just, the, the heavens opened. It's one of the most beautiful, is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I almost cried. It was uh, this kid just, like, I mean, like blood. I was like, oh, yeah, good. I um, love this. I everything love this. that needed to happen happened. He deserved it. He deserved every ounce of it. And listen, I hope that kid grew up to be a, a very nice kid. But at the time, he 100% deserved it. I don't care what you think about me. I'm a great parent. I don't care what anyone says about me. That was a great, I, that needed to happen. It's just Josh from Bad Flower. It was it was Josh from Bad Flower. He's a lot younger than me. That might have been yeah. him. Damn. He's still rocking Heelys. He's like, I don't dude, care. Kind of insane, dude. I need to text him right now. I'm like, hey, man, was this you? Were you in a mall? Did you ever did you ever uh, hit a big fake planter tree on your teeth on Heelys in the sometime in the two thousands? Okay, so. Um, do you, um, I, John, you probably didn't get a chance to watch this, but last night I was telling Paul about the, um, the true crime, uh, vanishing at the Cecil hotel. Did you get a chance to watch this on Netflix? I am familiar with it. I saw the trailer. Um, what is it? Three or four episodes. It's I'll four watch episodes. It I'm, Cause I'm into that type of stuff. But yeah. I've heard it's you kind of You think you are. John was on a bender last night. Give him a break, okay? John was on a bender last night, which, by the way, um, I'm, I, I cannot confirm nor deny that I took video clips, uh, screenshots of you <laughs> doing that, and they may not. I may send them to JR. We will see. But I asked Paul to watch this because Kent, our our loving Kent, uh, the um, the starter for the merch game, if you will, yep. 
Absolutely. Shine down. He is the um, Babe Ruth of the merch and, game. And usually, by the way, 99% of the time, if he recommends a show, great. And this, the story was great. Yes. This girl, um, Eliza. How Lincoln, much are we going to dis- disclose in this to let people watch? I don't care about spoilers. Back. I don't care about spoilers. If you don't watch, don't, it, whatever. I don't, whatever. I'm, <laughs> listen, it's not Star Wars. You know what I mean? So it's like, listen. So here's the deal. It, this, this young lady, Alyssa Lamb, got was found dead. She was a, she was from Vancouver, Canada. She had come to America. She was kind of just going around California, ended up dead. Couldn't find her. Right. And there's, so this video comes out of her. She was staying at the Cecil hotel, which is on Skid Row in Los Angeles, which we've all been to a very uh, beautiful place. Um, <laughs> I love it there. Great sushi. Great. <laughs> so this lady, here's the thing. And here's why I, 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 I don't like this documentary. I believe this young lady deserved way more than this terribly edited documentary, by the way, produced by Brian Grazer and Ron Paul. Not Ron. Okay. Paul. No. Yeah, Ron. No. Who am I talking about? Who's Opie? Who? Ron Paul. Wait, uh, he wait, yeah, he Ron Ron he produced that? Yeah, what what's what's I, why? I, really? No one none of us? None of us know Opie's name now? Ron, not Ron said Ron White. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ron, no Howard. Ron, Ron Howard. Howard, not Ron, Ron Paul. Howard. Ron Paul didn't produce this. It was Ron Howard. I was gonna say what? Ron Howard was the producer. It's like, how do you look at the editing? Here's here was my issues with and Paul. I would love to hear your issues with this as well. Okay. So they they start telling the story, and then like thirty minutes in, they go to some couple in in London who stayed there, mm-hmm. and like. And then, like in the middle of the second episode, they start talking about the manager lady, and they start giving her backstory on, like, on her life, like where she came from. A very like, short second; it wasn't very long, but, but yes. still, like, it, it was starting to be like, okay, we're literally just trying to create time. Like th- this shit could have been one episode, easily. This yes, easily been one hour and a half documentary. No, they had to make four one-hour episodes, and then they get to the point where, dude here's the thing about the, they call them web sleuths or whatever. And they just like think they're smarter than cops and coroners. They're detectives now. Everybody's a detective. detective. Everybody's a detective. So, you know, the cops get, do their thing, do the cor- do the autopsy report, obviously do the toxicology, tox- toxicology, nothing comes back. Right. She was found in a water tower above the hotel, which yep. by the way, would have been the last place I looked to, you know, they looked all over, but there's a video of the girl and she's in an elevator and it's being kind of weird and like, but they get to these things so late in the game. That's what bothers me. It's like, yeah, just put all this up front. So she's acting really weird and she goes out and she's doing all these hand movements. And then the web sleuths are starting to think that somebody edit, somebody at the LAPD edited the video. Ooh. Well, they were saying that the hotel staff edited the time because you can't, now, first of all, who's just realizing this after, I don't know, weeks or months? Oh, yeah, the time lapse is not making any sense. How do you not realize that from the get-go? Because that was the first thing. I was, I was like, oh, did they just block it out? No, it was just It's blurred edited. out. But also, who, who at, a, at, that, at that crappy-ass hotel is editing video back in the back before they give it to the cops? Okay, so before we go any further, Zach, do you think she... Because they go on this whole spectrum of, was she on medication, bipolar, all this stuff. Do you think it was um, an accident 
Do you I think, think it was an accident? I don't think I don't think she was murdered. I think she maybe was either off her meds. Apparently, she was she was bipolar and yeah. possibly schizophrenic. Um, I definitely thought from watching the elevator video that she was on drugs of some sort because like because yes. everyone was like, oh, this they were they were very much like onto this like sixth sense type uh, spirituality thing. Uh-huh. It was very very weird. And I, John, you got to watch it. But I was for me, I was just like, oh no, this chick's on drugs. This is what drugs look like. So, but, right. it, with that being said. The the hotel manager suspect of doing some shady shit in her very life. Very weird. Very. She was very strange. I like she like, was. I didn't love her. I was not a fan. It was weird. So then, so anyway, the web sleuths start looking at all these things and basically start like denying the coroner in Los Angeles, one of the biggest counties in the world, yep. denying the coroner of that he's doing his job right. These are just people. You know, this this chick works at AutoZone. You know what I mean? Like, who yeah. are you? You know, one guy's a dentist. Yeah. It's like, dude, these people don't know anything. And then so what happens is they start looking up, you know, they start detectiving. They start, they find this metal kid in a black metal band. Have you got it? Morbid. Morbid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. They, they got, they got, and they found this kid and they start, the kid was staying at the hotel at one point, not even really a year, a year before she had stayed there. A year before she had stayed there. Dude, people start, this is the problem, right? With the internet. People, start blaming this kid for murdering this girl. This kid knew nothing about this case. And they're like, you murdered her, you son of a... I'm like, this is the dumbest... I'm like, I literally told my wife last night and I was, we were finishing and I was like, I'm going to throw this remote control at the TV. I was like, this is so annoying. They literally start accusing this kid of murdering someone whom he's never met. He's never even been in the same room as... Doesn't even know anything about the case. But because he's a black metal kid, like he's like, you know, he's like, he paints his face and like, does suspect. Stuff. Yeah. So total suspect guy, but like nothing to do with what was happening. And they did they start discounting the corner, these web sleuths. They start, you know, they, you know, and again, the backstory of the lady, they start just like all these weird backstories, by the way, um, people were drinking the water of the tank that the girl that was she in. was in, had been in for like 14 days. Like they're like, Insane. yeah, we were having plumbing problems and the water was coming out really muggy yeah, and we were shower, showering in it and everything. Now, hold on. The one thing that they don't cover, okay? So the one of the janitors goes upstairs to the water tower to check it, says that he finds the body, says he opened it and then closed it when he left. Okay. Yep. They don't even go back to cover that. Well, how did she close the, the lid after it? Well, there was already somebody that was tampering with the lid yeah, before the cops got there. You dumbasses. Uh, my biggest, I, I don't like a reason I hate reality TV is I don't like creating drama for drama's sake. Worst. And like, I feel like that documentary, like that's what that was. I feel like it was so much like, again, I feel like it could have been a 90 minute documentary about this poor girl who died in a, you know, very young, 21 years old, this tragic Insane. thing. I don't know. I felt the, I felt, Oh, by the way, remember in the, the Eliza lamb thing, they, there was a tuberculosis, tuberculosis outbreak, John, they well, thought the oh. test for it was lamb. Elisa is the name. And literally was her name. And they were like, Oh, this is a, this is a government cover up now. I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, and then they she in in the in the the documentary they talk about her going to buy a book from this bookstore. Then people start (laughs) dissecting the bookstore, googling the address. They're like the address. The original owner of the bookstore was you know it's registered to this burial site where yeah. Oh my god. I really wish John would have seen this because he's just sitting there like a mute. I mean, I mean, I feel like I, I actually feel like I partook in the crime. I mean, that's how that's how I've been to it now. You're involved in it now. <laughs> he's it's doing research fine. right now. 
What are you yeah. researching it? What's going actually, on there? Well, yeah, I'm just trying to see what the backstory is here. No, I'm into it though. Uh, but um, not to change subjects, which I'm gonna. Um, this this, <laughs> really this always great does. segue. This uh, email just came through, and it's a doozy. Uh, oh no! So we got this dry cleaning bill. What? From, what do you from mean this, we? From <laughs> the, the royal well, I, What's I don't have a dry. I've never sent anything dry cleaning. Well, Paul, you're clear of this. I, we haven't toured in a year. What are you talking about? Now, when I say we, it's because I witnessed uh, this individual named Zach Myers do this. And uh, we are in Louisiana for a promo. <laughs> oh, um, yes. Let's hear it. It was for, I think, Monsters or Get Up or something. Dick. And uh, we were at dinner. Oh, it was no. for Get Up, actually. And I'll have Zach kind of describe kind of what he did or how he sucks the juice out of a crawfish or shrimp. How much, how much is this bill, by the way? Well, it had to pay for the date, the new shirt, and the star shake. This is like a $55 bill right here. And the uh, therapy that the guy had to go to because his girlfriend broke up with him. Oh. The, the guy did have therapy shrimp that Zach ate and left <laughs> through the juice all over his guy's back. This is the every oh time I eat seafood, I think of what Zach did to this man, and it, it's just it's it's, it's funny, but it's Let's also it. disheartening. It's not, no, okay, <laughs> the years <laughs> your comedic timing is impeccable. Um, so we were John and I were in New Orleans with Brent. We were doing a promo thing. Brent didn't want to go out to dinner, so I wanted some crawfish, and it was out of season. But usually in Louisiana, if you want to find crawfish, you can probably find it. So we couldn't find it. We walked all the way down past Cafe du Monde. I forgot where we were staying, but closer towards the quarter. And um, we go to this restaurant that had boiled shrimp. And I was like, I like boiled shrimp. So we go there, sit down, get like two and a half, three pounds of boiled shrimp. And it's like head on, all, the whole deal, right? So And really good. So we're eating and we're like, there's not a lot of people in this restaurant. We're here and there's literally a couple at the table next to us. So why they set us there, I don't, I don't really know why. Um, we're getting into it, starting to eat them. I peel one off and juice. And when I say sprays, I mean, just violently sprays on the guy at the table next to us on all over his back. Like I'm feeling this. If I, if, if someone squirts boiling hot shrimp in insides and and whatever else was in there, um, on me, I'm going to feel that the guy, I didn't see the guy turn around. I didn't even know what happened. John spotted it. I did it and just started eating the shrimp. And John, I see John do the John thing where he's like, oh, oh. and I was like, what? What happened? What happened? And he like, he's like, Dude, I mean, that's, that's how close they are. We can't talk about it because like they are right. right next to us. Oh, man. So I look over and dude, it looks like a paint by numbers on this dude's back. Yeah. I mean, just shrimp entrails, juice, who knows what else is in there. Shrimp semen. I don't know what what comes. Uh, in shrimp. Uh, it was it was really salty, so possibly. <laughs> so I'm like I'm like oh my god, and then once I notice it, he can't stop laughing, and he's like <laughs> like like get up and go to the bathroom laughing. He's like I got it. He's like where's the restroom? Has to get. Up. I'm like dude, I know this dude had to feel this. I mean, he had to unless he had like the the thickest undershirt on ever. So anyway, he's laughing the whole time, the whole rest of the dinner. Can't stop laughing. <laughs> They get up to leave 
the dude doesn't look over at us, doesn't say anything. They get in like a cab or something, just like leave. So John and I start making up these scenarios of like what's going to happen after like when they get home. And it definitely felt like it, if it wasn't a first date, it was something close to it. They weren't like deep into like a relationship. You, you could tell by their conversation. Right. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, anytime I see seafood or eat seafood or walk by a seafood restaurant, I just he think He never doesn't guy, bring it up. I never, I can't stop thinking about the guy's shirt you destroyed. Dude, he's like, dude, every time, eating, uh, we can be in a, in, eating seafood or in, in, a, in a fancy like store that has nice shirts and he'd be like, oh dude, you should send this to that guy in Louisiana. Like he <laughs> never, he never doesn't talk about it. If this guy is by chance listening to our podcast, Zach is going to buy you a new shirt. I will buy you a new shirt. Everything. <laughs> I will 100% buy you a new shirt. I promise I will buy you a new shirt. You're such a dick. (laughs) Now, Zach. uh, It wasn't my fault. Zach, we have tickets to give away, do we not? What's that big tour we got coming with the Jude Blossoms? We do have tickets to give away. Uh, Coming to... it's actually only coming to the Chameleon Club in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's actually the Triple M Tour. Hold on. Yeah, okay. So, Triple M Tour. It's going to be on February 31st of this year um madonna it's the triple m tour madonna mystical oh. and ball oh my God. yeah and that is the concert announcement for today uh tickets are on sale i believe uh they tickets don't go on sale you just have to <laughs> go good luck you, you, you get them at the door and you got to come around back there are no doors either so you just gotta <laughs> right. go it's actually three was, simultaneous stages in the parking lot yes and that was the fake concert announcement of the day there you go COVID concert announcement. We'll COVID do concert one announcement. That's, that's what we're going to start calling the COVID concert announcements. The COVID, COVID concert, concert series of the week is that's what it is. John, are, are you doing security for that show or what? Yeah, me and Mystical are going to run point. <laughs> run point. He's going to play and do security. Yeah, like Perfect. that uh, story Paul was talking about uh, his buddy that did the soundboard while proceeding. Oh, <laughs> I love that story, Paul. I will trust me. We're gonna get into that. I later. tweeted. Uh, I tweeted mystical one time because I noticed that he started following me. What? And I said, I go, I go, mystical shine down tour. And then all, all the reply back, I said, book it, blood. <laughs> that oh, was my reply for, for mystical. Fuck's sakes, he started, God, I don't I know. know why he started. I to be fair, I talk about mystical way more than an adult I, man should. I love mystical. <laughs> he actually sampled uh, Lady So Divine. <laughs> what? Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. All right. So yeah. Anyway, and we one time we got to play a festival with Mystical, which is pretty great. And um, we all know festivals. That, that I forget it was like a what was it? It was like a I think maybe when we were doing like a, a second chance because it was like a pop, you know, like bands that we shouldn't have been on a bill with. Sure. And Mystical was on the bill. And I remember like shaking his hand. Like he was like driving by like on a golf cart. I was like, yo, Mystical, what's up? And like he he played like before us and we went on. I was like so excited. And then I remember we had to do press right when he went on stage and I was so bummed out. I was gonna drive that golf cart right into the lake. <laughs> My anger about missing Mystical set. Is this the golf cart that you left on the freeway in New York State or which golf oh, cart is this? What? what are you trying to just out me about everything I've ever done? Well, wrong yeah, today? well these are just uh, these are just crime scenes that are around Zach, my head. Zach Myers is going to catch a lawsuit while we're recording this podcast Dude, for sure. He's going to get served like, with papers. Yeah, is there anything else you would like to know? Like, <laughs> it, it, does my wife need to listen to this episode? Like, <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> she's well, like, hold she, on, a golf cart on an interstate. 
How does that happen? How about the golf cart? Do you know about the golf cart keys? I've heard Kent has told me that you have a slew of golf cart keys to every golf cart you can imagine. I have a golf cart key to any golf cart that's not custom made. So if it was made by a company, Yamaha, Easy Go, Club Car, sure, yep. golf cart company, like I have a, a skeleton key to all of these. But just from touring festivals, we did we did uproar one time. We had to have a, a golf cart every day, and every day I'd be like, mm, and they'd have like two keys on the chain, and be like, oh, take this one. I am going to get sued for this. Um, so anyway, <laughs> after the shows, usually Paul's never toured with us in the summer. I think that's why. Um, but after the shows, I would go steal golf carts. Not steal, because I had a key. Is it oh. really stealing if you have a key? Borrow. I would borrow. borrow. So one night we were in Syracuse, and the night before, our friends in Hanson had played the state fair, and the next night we were playing the amphitheater. Well, Isaac had stayed behind to come watch our show the next night. And they were they shared these like two parking lots, right? The biggest parking lots you've ever seen. By far. Okay. So the, the, the amphitheater had one, and then there was a like a bridge, a curvy bridge that went over the interstate, and it would drop you off at the fairgrounds. Well, that's where he got his Uber from. So after the show, I was like, hey, I got a golf cart key. I can take you. And he's like, okay, cool. Oh, no. So we, we go joyriding for a little bit, and then go, by the way, they're never going to let us have, anytime we ever show up to an amphitheater from now on, all the golf carts are going to be locked up. Locked up, for sure. After this story. So I take Isaac all the way over, I hope I don't get him in trouble. Oh, he didn't do anything wrong. So I take him all the way over to the New York State Fairgrounds, drop him off, make sure his Uber gets there for him because like, I'm a damn gentleman. And then I start driving back. John, at this point, when John gets the ban on the bus, John goes to bed. John's job's done. He's got the ban on the bus. Everybody's safe. Well, You're, a dick. Always, You're a dick for jeopardizing his job. Yeah, I, always, I always sneak out. So <laughs> I snuck out and did this. I called John because the golf cart I was in ran out of gas over the interstate in Syracuse on this thing. So John's got to go find somebody from the venue who most people are gone. And so he has to get another golf cart, come get me and like tow me. Oh, you're such a dick. Basically tow me back to that same place. And then, so finally get back a year later, we're at the same, we're at the same amphitheater, the exact same amphitheater. Me and Josh get a golf cart. And we have, we have an unnamed person from Live Nation with us who I will not name because um, he has a very good job at Live Nation. But he decided to come with us. So we're joyriding. We go over to the New York State Fairgrounds because it was actually going on at this time. Start going down slides. You know, can't can't turn on any of the rides. But we start going sure. Down. Got kicked out of the New York State Fairgrounds in 30 seconds flat. Like it was re- very fast. <laughs> they did not like our kind in there. So anyway, get on the golf cart, start going back. Well, there's this back part to this Syracuse amphitheater. It's like, I mean, total dateline. It goes on forever. You could hide as many bodies as you want back there. Well, there's Perfect. a dock that we start. I'm like, oh, this is wide enough for the golf cart because I'm an idiot. Now, keep in mind, it's a dock, so it has an end. It right? has an end point that's, that's like chained to like where they, they have poles in the, in the ground, in the dirt where that is, and then poles on here and they're chained together. So they kind of look like, like a makeshift dock or whatever. So we go um, I'm like, oh, this is wide enough for the golf cart. Go down, realize if we're not going to be able to turn around. So there's a two wide <laughs> planks at the end. So I start oh, turning around. My- the dude from Live Nation's like, yo, man, I'm going to get fired. I'm like, no, man, I got us. <laughs> I got us. We're not going to put this golf cart in the lake. I hope. So I do like this Austin Powers, like 98 point turn. Like, <laughs> Justin can put that in there. Um, and then you see. 
you basically see me like kind of go to the end. So I kind of start ramming it towards the end. I'm like, oh, we're good. We're, we're straight now. I'm keeping it straight, keeping it between the lines. Hit the dock thing. The dock almost separates from the thing. So our back wheels almost went into the water. It was the, so it was the slow scariest, motion jump it was over just the scariest thing inches. I've ever done. And I could have gotten a Live Nation rep fired. And I didn't. But me and Josh had fun anyway. It was, it was, it was a beautiful. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, dude. You had fun. It's I your world. Hurt. We're just living in it. <laughs> I didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> I didn't hurt any equipment. We're all good. Everybody's safe, baby. And the golf cart tour will continue as soon as we can play shows ever again, if we ever can. <laughs> John, what are you doing over there? What is happening? Yeah, what are you doing? John has was, a lot of he's got a words with, malfunctions. He's got a words with friends game. Oh, yeah. yeah. John <laughs> could actually, not get his computer working, by the way, on here. He's got a Dell Inspiron from 1999 that he was trying to download. We couldn't get him to make it work at all. Oregon, Oregon Trail still taking up a lot of space. Oregon Trail yeah, still. I'm trying to figure out how to play this Minesweeper. It's really tough, dude. <laughs> like, do we go for the higher numbers or like the single digits? This guy's got the original Doom going on. He's got yeah. three podcasts, but doesn't have a uh, <laughs> a computer that operates. <laughs> that's how that's, that's how efficient I am. That's great, Paul. What do you got for us today? Oh boy, you got, I don't know if you guys are going to be ready for the news that I have today. Paul reads the news. Paul reads the news. Yeah. Oh. Um, let's go with the shorter. I'm going to go with the shorter one first, right. and then oh god, now. We're going to tie back into the other podcast. Uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Congratulations. Yeah. Now, does anybody know how long they get the trophy for? Do they get that, that trophy? That is their trophy? Lombardi trophy? I assume so, right? Okay. So I mean, they, they stay in the, like, yeah, because I've been to Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll so them all in there. you get to have, that's your trophy, right? It's your trophy. You get to do whatever the fuck you want. Everybody gets to have it for a day and a night, whatever. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's your trophy. I mean, there's probably things you shouldn't do with it. All right. Murder. Yeah, sure. And okay, multiple things. Fisting, whatever. Just doing lines off the top of the ball. Like, <laughs> People have done that for sure. But other than that, you pass it around. Literally pass it around, right? Why do you have a baseball in your hand? I was just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> what just happened? You're a psychopath. That's your I'm Bob just Hope getting ready to throw. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bob Dole. Um, so you get to do whatever the hell you want with it. Um, yeah. the, the biggest in, in, in the thing, regions of the law. Sure. Uh, throwing it is your at your own discretion. Uh, yeah. Tom Brady, I think everybody has seen it. Tom Brady threw the Lombardi Trophy from one boat to another yeah. boat. Yeah. The daughter of the blacksmith who created the Lombardi Trophy wants Tom Brady to apologize Shut for up. throwing said Lombardi Trophy. Well, fuck her. How about that? Why? What? Why? Well, first off, for what? People's here's. Uh, I get annoyed by people like being like, "Oh, the cousin of so and so." Like, who gives a shit? Who cares? Did the guy care? Probably. He's probably not around anymore. But he probably wouldn't care. So, so her dad created the original, the original Lombardi Trophy. Okay. And so now she wants. She wants. She thinks there should be an apology in place dude, for him. This guy's got for him this hurling the Lombardi Trophy. He's got seven of them. So many Lombardi <laughs> trophies. They they could be hood ornaments on his damn cars. Who cares? Who cares? Why does that upset you? What, what, because it's cancel. Anybody could be upset over anything. Here's the thing. Cancel culture is okay for people who need to be held accountable for bad things that they've done. But you're talking about Tom Brady. You're talking about a drunk greatest quarterback of all time yes. throwing his trophy that he just won. He won it. It's his Fair. Yep. to another one of his people on the boat. Now could it have hit somebody on the boat? Sure. But it didn't. 
That's so stupid. I hate I hate that lady. I don't know her, but I hate her. Like, John, what do you what do you think? I think it's who cares? The guy's won seven of them. He's throwing to arguably the greatest tight end of all time. He's not gonna drop it. It, it, the thing's waterproof. The thing is float proof. He, he hurled the shit out of it. He hurled the shit out of it. And who cares if it hits someone or if that girl is upset because they're like, who cares? Throw her I off. I just the need boat to know too. why it bothers her. It's weird. It's People not your trophy. A bitch. They just want to be a bitch. He didn't break. He didn't smash it. He didn't shit on it. He didn't. You know what I mean? Like he like he he tossed it to his teammate yes. in a celebratory manner. She's not getting mad when people are pouring champagne all over it. My question is, how many did you win, lady? <laughs> Probably none. I'm now, guessing. It does make you kind of <laughs> wonder um, if they do that out in the public with people around there, what actually is else is done to this trophy behind closed doors. Dude, you, imagine back Haunting. in the 80s. Imagine back in the... Dude, imagine the amount of cocaine in the 80s that was done off the Lombardi trophy. Well, okay, so so you probably... Get, everybody gets their own Lombardi trophy for that team. I think but like a smaller... Sta- maybe like a smaller one. <laughs> but the Stanley Cup gets passed around. The Stanley so Cup can gets you imagine the sh- can you imagine the shit that happens with that thing? They, they clean oh. the shit out of that. By the way, so we did the NHL awards with Shinedown in 2009 <laughs> or 10. And um, we got to hold it, which was really cool. But there's a guy, there, there's a guy, I don't know if he's like the guy everywhere, but he's <laughs> the guy who carries it around. He wears white gloves. He wipes it off after everyone touches it. Like there's like a dude, like that's his gig. What do you think his salary is? A lot. He probably makes pretty good money. I'm yeah. guessing. Sign me up. I've got a good Mark Wahlberg story about the NHL awards, but I'll save it for another day because we're already oh, in the news. We're already in the news. All right. All right. So the next top story then, and there's going to be a lot. Story. The next top story to the people that don't care. <laughs> um, I'm a massive Danzig fan. So I saw this and okay. I knew I had to report it. Okay. I'm going to just tell you the title and you guys let your minds wander for a second. Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Is now, this a is this a is Danzig in the movie? Danzig is the director and creator of a movie okay. where vampires take place in Western times. Hell yeah, dude! Yes. Is Danzig a vampire? Yes, Danzig's a, a vampire. I think Eli Roth, uh, Danny Trejo's in there. Like. They're not small names, but, but Danzig, this is based on a true story, though, too, right? True story. Um, right. I think even true some of the. <laughs> I even think some of the Lost Boys uh, do some cameos in it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You missed something. <laughs> Hold on. Dude, just like I have my brightness on my phone all the way up, and just like Danzig, this trailer's so dark. You're not going to be able to see it. Like, good luck trying to find out where he is in the movie. <laughs> Dude, this is looks, it's like a real movie. I think it all takes place in one location. Hey. Trejo. All you hear is Trejo in the beginning. All you hear is Trejo, dude. He's got vampire teeth. This is the best already. You know I what? Love- this reminds me of that time you guys drug me to see that that movie that I thought I was going to hate and I actually kind of liked. Hell House. Hell, ha- Hell House was so good. Hell House was really good. Better than any Halloween movie for sure. Right, John? Oh, at least. Uh, you guys are idiots. I really, hey, no, really- Hell Fest. Hellfest. Hellfest, yeah. Classic. It was way better. That's up there with the... uh, Danzig's girlfriend's in here. I know her. uh, I used to know her anyway. Um, His girlfriend's in it, of course. 
Can we get them on the podcast? Can we He's get an Danzig actor. and or his girlfriend on here? Um, yeah. He won't. Danzig won't jump on. Danzig won't jump on here, dude. We won't be able to see him. We'll just be in the dark, dude. He just, dude, you, it's just him in a coffin, just doing the entire interview. All you hear is all you hear is like eighty cats running. <laughs> so, which I love. So, real quick, I got to tour with Danzig. You guys are both going to enjoy. You have a Danzig story. story? Oh, I've got plenty, but I'm going to give you my favorite one. I love dancing so, stories. Uh, I'm on tour with Winds of Plague at the time, um, and this is like the blackest of the black tour. And we are at the Electric Factory in Philadelphia. You guys have both been there? Yep. Yes. Um, so you guys know that the monitor board is up off of stage right. Yep. Stage right? Yes. Yeah, it's like okay, so like got a little thing. landing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So... Danza comes on and he's getting crazy feedback and he's, t- he doesn't have his own monitor engineer, which is insane, but he's telling the monitor guy, Hey, turn this up, turn this down, whatever he needs to do. Guy's not doing it. Second song still happening. Danza goes over, grabs a security guard, goes over his security guard. Yeah. He has his own personal security. <laughs> yeah. After, yeah. after, after yeah. that came out before you got to have your own security. Guard. <laughs> so he walks up there, grabs the monitor engineer, throws him out down physically? like two or three yes physically throws him out himself dancing down the, yes i swear to god this is like four foot eleven da, he, the dude's yoked okay? oh he's yoked he's jacked Take up. nothing away from him yeah Gra- so grabs his security guards flashlight starts messing with everything on the board walks back <laughs> walks back down no feedback no feedback it's fla- sounds incredible <laughs> I and I'm just, we're all watching this. We're like, holy shit. So I have to go settle with the GM uh, for a guarantee and everything. And I'm like, I hear him on the phone with the cops. My monitor engineer was just assaulted. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so bad. It's going to be good. So Danzig's getting ready to come off stage. I'm standing in that back long hallway right when you walk off stage. And I'm like, I have to be there when he gets off stage. Gets off stage. Um, wh- two cops are standing there with the GM and Danzig walks by unfazed. They say nothing to him, walks by, gets in his car, goes to his hotel. Did nothing. Just Dude. goes to show Danzig is still. What happened was the cops were like, Mother. The cops were like, <laughs> cops were like, hold on. That's that little guy is a guy that threw you. They just he's not a, he's not a threat. <laughs> like that guy's not, or, or he just walked by and just kind of looked at the cops and like, they like just entranced them with his, with his Danzig eyes. And oh yeah. Just like, yeah, we can't arrest this. Touring, well, touring with Danzig is just nothing. Dude, I want to tour with Danzig, dude. Shine, do you think the, shine do you think down the cops, Danzig and Rebecca black? I'll do that do tour think, for free. Do you think the cops thought he was a vampire? That's why they didn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have garlic handcuffs. They were like, we can't do this. We can't, we can't do arrest this. this guy. We can't arrest this guy. We don't have garlic handcuffs. I'm pretty sure that Danzig to this day still watches wrestling, like WWE, because right, he's, a, he's a big wrestling fan. But yeah. I'm pretty sure every, like, if he couldn't, if he had a show, he'd watch it, either record it and watch it before or after. He would, like, and if there was nothing. Wrestling, like when he got off stage, he would watch it. Yeah, and then he'd go watch oh, yeah. it. That's badass, though. Massive respect to dude. You, I would, dude. You, listen, there's a lot of situations in my life where I'm like, man, I'd love to be able to fly on the wall. I would love to be a fly on the wall at Danzig's house. On a what Monday happens night, on a Monday night? And I could be a fly on the wall because all all those walls are painted black. So <laughs> you never, never know. So I would love to just be a fly on the wall. Like, like, dude, what does Danzig eat for dinner? What does what kind of pajamas does Danzig wear? Does he does wear he a onesie? Danzig doesn't wear pajamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Danzig who doesn't wear pajamas. I mean, and if he, he does, they're, they're fucking Danzig pajamas. Yeah. 
He actually might take his flesh off. You know yeah. what's crazy is my main like go to bed shirt. I mean, you've seen me wear it a bunch. The sleeveless Danzig shirt that I always wear. It's like my yeah. favorite. I wear that to bed all the time. Does he sleep like a bat hanging upside down? Dude, I you know I got a one of my really good friends who I'm, I'm I can't name because she's uh, one of my best girlfriends. Um, Danzig used to like always like text her and stuff, and then the one time he saw her backstage, and I I'm 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 paraphrasing, oh, but no. I'm pretty sure he said, uh, "Come and sit on Danzig's lap." <laughs> like, Third person. First person, third person. First person yeah. sorry, third. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think I'm pretty sure that's what it, I'll have to. I'll I'll ask her to confirm, but I'm pretty sure that he was like, "Come sit on Danzig's lap," and then he like he like he like tried to like bite like the side of her face or something. I'm he's a vampire. He's, he's 100 a, a vampire, but he's awesome. I he love Danzig. He did get knocked out on video, though. That's a true story. By by my buddy Danny Northside, who lives here in Phoenix. Respect, oh, yeah. respect to the Northside Kings. <laughs> Shout out, yeah. All my respect <laughs> to the Northside Kings. That, that's a guy I would not want to be punched by. I don't. I, I that no. video. The video quality of that video is so bad, but it's like, dude, <laughs> that guy getting punched. Oh, you man. see everything you need to see in that video, dude. What if you? What if there was a video of the guy from Trapped getting punched? That that needs to happen if it hasn't already. It almost happened. There was like a there's like a video on YouTube you can find where it's like him talking like he was like talking a bunch of smack to a local band because they were like giving him a bunch of grief about their merch table. Like they like trapped wasn't well, not uh, trapped. The guys in trapped are really nice. Him particularly, um, sure was like giving a bunch of like a local band a bunch of grief about like not so their merch. I know one person that got in on on <laughs> attacking this trap dude is um, Ice T. Yeah. I think that needs to be the next celebrity fight. Ice tea versus dude from Trapped. All right, so listen, rough and rowdy. Yep. Ice tea versus Chris Brown. That could be Chris the main Brown. <laughs> Chris Brown from Trapped. That's his name. Is that? His name's oh, Chris I thought. I was just no, you thought it was like Rihanna, Chris Brown. No, I was like, uh, that'd, that'd be, be a good fight, fight though, too, dude. <laughs> I would watch yeah. that fight. Yo, so, yeah. right, so, 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 <laughs> I almost, <laughs> I almost had a Freudian slip that would have cost me my career. And thank God, <laughs> I'll tell you when we're done recording. So, um, uh, Ice T versus Chris Brown from Trapped, and then the 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 co-headline fight is our very own John Guarneri versus Guarneri versus Janetti. You know what, man? Money. When we started talking about that, I was kind of like, man, I don't want to fight this guy. I mean, uh, here's the thing. I will fight him. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I have no problem doing it. But I, I, I grew up watching loving this guy. And I feel bad for him because he's gone through some crazy shit. So maybe uh, maybe an ass whooping for me to him is well, kind of like a, uh, hey, wake up, dude. You can still climb the turnbuckle. Let's go, big dog. <laughs> no. so, we, you, here's the thing. Would you want it to be a boxing match or like a wrestling match? Boxing. It's got to be boxing, I think. It's got to be, be boxing. Real. It's got to be real. Right, because I don't know. I can't. I live in a real world where actual moves can hurt, kill people. Yeah. I can't be coordinated with clotheslines. Like, I don't know how to do that. I have now, a question. I have a question. Go. What do you when got? You were, when you were um, <clears throat> doing your tenure as a Secret Service agent, did you ever think that in about 10 years from then, you would be discussing farting? Uh, farting. <laughs> What? Fighting on Marty Janetti. Farting on Marty Janetti. <laughs> what the? F- but also fighting. fighting. But also fighting Marty Janetti uh, <laughs> in the ring at a rough and rowdy, which I we still got to get in touch with the Dave Portnoy, but yeah. Um, I Honestly, it's always been the back of my mind. <laughs> 
as a kid, as a kid, he sees him get thrown through the glass at the barbershop. He's like, I'd fight him. Dude, he, went, he went to he went to a live event one time and tried to shake Marty Janae's hand and Marty Janae just stiffed him, dude. And now he's right. been thinking about it the whole time. I've this actually is his plan the whole time. The dude. whole time, yeah. I've actually been writing uh, promos on notepads, just trying to figure out how I could put some really killer promos together. Because I am gonna call him out. I cannot it's, wait to hear these. Does promos. he have social media? Do we know? He's on Twitter. I tried treating him from our uh, sup. I'm uh, gonna tweet him. <laughs> See me now. Yeah, go. let's I'm get gonna him going. Yeah, I'm gonna sure. tweet him. I gotta see this. Yeah, we have to do this. Paul, do you have any more news? Uh, no, that's it. I mean, let's go back for anybody who has been living under a rock and doesn't know anything wrestling related. Marty Jannetty, uh, one half of the greatest tag team, the Rockers. That is who we're talking. Does not have a career anymore. Uh, but we're gonna try and that's, revamp that's, that and that's, bring that that's, back. That's up for debate, I think. <laughs> He's got a career, but it's probably not in wrestling. <laughs> he had yeah. he shared some insane stories. Like if you could take anything from the pandemic and COVID shutdowns, I'm gonna remember, always remember the story that came out about Mario Gennetti and what he did to someone to try assaulting him. Google it. it's it's just listen, <laughs> just Google Marty Gennetti and then click that little tab that says news and then you will be you will go on a roller coaster ride of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> other than amazing. that other than that, I'd have no more that's all the news I, that's I need in all, my is life. That, is all, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, what do we got? We got uh the the <laughs> daughter of the person who created something great um chiming in about Tom Brady uh just tossing it to a teammate, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. She never complained what uh, she's dude, she's probably a Chiefs fan. That's probably what it is. Oh. Complaining about, you know what I mean. So it's like that. I don't that that I don't care about the Danzig movie though. I am so interested in. I'm very interested in that. Yeah, I'm gonna it's I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna try and watch it as soon as it comes out. I gotta see that. So anyway, this has been episode two of a seemingly unknown podcast. We did it two episodes in, even though no one's seen the first one and we haven't gotten we haven't gotten uh, canned yet. This our, might be our last. So our it's been real. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we still don't. Uh, John will chop fit sponsor us. Do you think? Yeah, if you said to present a, a reason why they should and what they could do, I have whatever. No but. reason why they should. <laughs> I don't have the body to be a chop fit guy. You no do. Reason why, why anyone should sponsor us? Three goons just talking about nothing all day. Uh, I don't. I mean, we should really go for a wine. We should go for a wine sponsor. I think. I think uh, you, you would love that. Damage. I think you did enough damage to yourself with wine yeah. last night, personally. Three, <laughs> Now get out of here. I think you're good for a while. Maybe maybe a zippo lighter. Yeah, we could get that for sure. You could set yourself yeah. on fire next time you're singing, <laughs> singing, well, singing throwing copper by live naked <laughs> in a room into a wine bottle. We uh we should do a hair versus hair versus fire match, me and Barney Gennetti. Dude. Oh. oh my god. Hey, it's been real, everybody. This is probably the last episode for sure. <laughs> dude, listen, dude. I we we have to, we have to make this fight happen for charity it or otherwise. It yeah, for, I think it, I think it'd be a happen. cool kind of yeah for sure. It has to secret like, secret service versus Marty Jannetty, dude. It, I think it's a better fight than that Hogan and Kaseko thing. That guy did garbage. Up. We already talked about that. Garbage. He threw the it's fight. Trash. He threw the fight. It was such garbage, and he got paid so much money, man. Ice T versus Chris Brown. Trapped I see Chris, Chris Brown from Trapped. Uh, that's the headliner. Yeah. Uh, John versus Marty Jannetty. Yep. Paul's actually going to fight Sanjay. Perfect. This is great. Mexicans versus Indians. And just kind of, would you like this cultural warfare? Yeah, yeah. Danny, Danny Trejo's guest referee. 
Danny oh, Trejo will be the guest restaurant. Listen, he's Hispanic. He's he's. Uh, I'll slip him a twenty. And we'll call he's it. Gonna, a day. Yeah, he's gonna go for Paul, dude. They're yeah. That's Done, not gonna, that's not gonna work out good. <laughs> Done. That's that's the fight, though. It has to be the fight. Anyway, back uh, from Paul, from John, from myself. Thank you for tuning into the second episode of the Seemingly Unknown Podcast. We will be back next week. We will see you then. If you want to send us uh, advice that you would like, if you would like us to help Please. you with whatever situations you have going on in your life, look at these three faces. Who else better to help you? with anything that you're going through than uh, three complete creatures who shouldn't be giving advice to anyone about anything. So uh, do that. Or we're going to work on the Patreon more, right, John? Yeah. Yep. We're working on that now. And uh, we will see you back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you for tuning in to the Seemingly Unknown podcast, and we'll see you then. Later.